made it to season two of Old Dirty Benches. Glad to see you again. This is Patty Popcorn. I was going to say Patricia Palomitas, but somebody laughed at me, so... (laughs) I'll just keep it real. Patty Popcorn. And here's JD to tell you what we actually do here. Hello, everyone. This is JD. So if you've landed on us, this is a podcast dedicated to lighthearted, humorous discussions regarding crimes of the powerful. We will also be discussing our review of recent movies or series that have been released. And these episodes will drop every other weekend. For those of you who don't know, white-collar crime is typically orchestrated by those in occupational positions with the opportunity to commit these crimes. These crimes include insider trading, fraud, tax evasion, bribery, price fixing, and of course, corruption. We will discuss real cases, related articles, podcasts, and documentaries, movies related to the crime. Patty. Yes. Good morning to you. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. Um, so we're gonna do something that we've never done before. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but <laughs> we've hodgepodge before when we mess stuff up and then we just fill it in. That's true. We have done that in the past. Um but even even then, though, I do, like, a little bit of research. There's oh, no wow. research for these. Sometimes you get your best ideas on the fly. That's what I say. That's true. Very much true. Uh, welcome to our podcast, Old Dirty Benches. Um, <laughs> Hello. Good hi. to see you. Good to see you. I was talking about my menopause belly yesterday. <laughs> um, I'm sure everyone was riveted. <laughs> I know. <laughs> This is my Putin belly. My Putin belly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What were they saying? Well, no, like, we were just laughing because on our podcast, of course, we talk about our um, our bellies quite our often. Delicious bodies. Wiener schnitzel, the sodium-induced, um, carb-induced, like, love handle situation I have going on. And then, of course, like, how uh, the geography of my underwear now has... Like its placement on my body, has, right? As it changed. does the scoop, yeah, <laughs> underneath the belly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like maybe if I use bikini briefs, I won't feel so self conscious about the bend over. You know, like no, it's just like folding. I've yet to find. I, there's even some that like kind of scoop down like yeah. that, mm-hmm. and even those are just like sad. I know, dude. I turned to the that side gives you and I'm room like, for it to spill over. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite something. And I'm like, where did where did my underwear go? Um, How about you just don't wear underwear? No, free the, <laughs> the apron, <laughs> free the cooter. Um, no, I can't do that, dude. Um, no, like I you can't know, either. Um, I think it's creepy. Yeah, there's been situations where, for whatever reason, I just didn't have underwear. <laughs> for whatever. I'd like to hear more about these reasons. <laughs> Maybe offline would be better. Yeah, and then I had, like, I put on pants or something or leggings, and it just feels strange to me. Yeah, not good. Yeah. It's creepy. And we ladies do not, I mean, maybe you do. We maybe ladies. you're into this, but we don't want camel toe, right, ladies? Right? No. Can you hear me? <laughs> 
Am I alone um, out here in Campbelltown land? <laughs> <laughs> like that fortune. Have you watched her new Netflix special? Uh, yeah. Yeah, where she talks about answer. yeah, where she talks about um, being on the swim team, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and her bush is hanging out. <laughs> She's like, I saddled up to that concession stand and bush. <laughs> oh my god, she is so funny. That's she's a really hilarious funny stand dude. up. Yes, uh, she's like one of my favorite comedians now. Like, I just listen to all her shit. Oh, so and remember then- how we went to the comedy cellar and. New York. Yes. Was she there? No. Oh, I But Mike Berbiglia came. Yes, yeah. And Louis C.K. came. Okay, okay. And, uh, oh my gosh, Dave Attell, but he was scheduled to be there. Well, Austin and his girlfriend went to New York this past week, and they went to the other, like the Village Underground or something, and Judd Apatow showed oh, up. Oh, really? Yeah. I so. like it when um they kind of like just scoot in because they're like there for tour or whatever. Yeah. yeah, and then they want to try stuff out. Um, yeah. I highly recommend going to those places. Yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah, it's really to go see. Fun. Yeah. Anyway. She was um, not there, but I was just wondering. I to almost say that. got excited. I thought you were going to say you saw her. <laughs> Bush. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I don't want to see her. Bush. But <laughs> she's like, and my Bush was hanging out. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know. I was like 14. I have never eaten at Hooters. Hooters. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen it, you have to watch it. Um, she also has like a little show on Sirius. If you have Sirius, um, I have it in one of the cars. Uh, she has it with Tom Papa. Oh, I like him and too. And they are so funny together. Um, what's it called? But uh, I, I don't even know now. It's like uh, do you know what Fortune and Tom Papa? It's on like the Netflix comedy channel that they oh, okay. have. Yeah, and I don't even like it's. I swear, it seems like I will just get in the car and they're on. Okay. So I don't know like when it, what their what their schedule, schedule is, yeah. but um, you know, or like how often they play it during the day. But it's just funny. But uh, she was on there the, uh, this last week, and um, she was talking about Mother's Day and how she wasn't able to go out there because she's like out on tour right now. Oh. But she was like, I just want to let everybody know that my my mother was at. Hooters <laughs> on Mother's Day, yeah. <laughs> which made me laugh because of that. I had seen her special uh, where her mother was like digging in and saying that she had never gone to Hooters. That's so funny because it's a family restaurant, right? My spouse always says that. Um, <laughs> speaking of food, so yes. we are going to do. This uh, is just going to be like a fun food hodgepodge crime celebration white collar crime um not necessarily because mine are some people have died true i mean i found this great just like a list of different ones and uh that's where i'm getting my stories from but do you want to go first with yours one of yours okay Mm -hmm. uh so my first one is called the soggy bread scam (laughs) and it is kind of crime-ish so there was this person named Takashi Ishimoto in Tokyo and in 2015 he was accused you're gonna die when you hear the story it's so funny (laughs) 
he was accused of making. First off, I didn't even know that they really ate bread. <laughs> well, in I, Japan, right? because I what? was there for four years, and that's not something. I mean, they do have some gluten um, in their bakery areas. Well, this but, was funny. Okay, it was in Tokyo too. So. I know that's why it's throwing me off. I'm interested to yeah. hear what the scam is. Go so ahead. in 2015, he was accused of making fraudulent complaints about soggy bread. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, whatever. But listen to this. Wait, where? In Tokyo. In, like, at restaurants? Just at grocery stores. Okay, grocery... Wait, so you go buy bread and Well, just listen. Soft. Okay, go. Now you're being me. <laughs> just listen. Let me say it. Okay. So he illegally... Uh, his fraudulent complaints about soggy bread resulted in him illegally obtaining 30 million yen... Equal to $251,000. Yeah. So here's what he would do. Uh, He was dubbed a, quote, full-time hustler, end quote. He would call a store and complain that the bread he recently bought there was soggy, which who doesn't do that? (laughs) And then he would call the store again, and this time he would pose as someone from that, like, corporate... And say uh, he would demand that they would give Ishimoto, quote, some replacement bread. And here's the kicker. <laughs> and all the cash they took in for the day <laughs> as an apology. So he's a, he's a robber? And they did it! <laughs> <laughs> so wait a minute. Wait, yes! He complained about soggy bread and then demanded all the money in No, their- so then he would... Like, com- make the complaint. Then he would call back as someone from corporate and say, like, oh, we heard about this, and you should give him all the money as an apology, and they would do it. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> Isn't that funny? That's it's crazy. It's unknown how Ishimoto convinced store employees he was calling from headquarters. <laughs> <laughs> but he did nonetheless, <laughs> and he admitted to his crimes when they arrested him. And he was linked to several other Tokyo-based cons. Wow. So he did it, like, at multiple places, probably. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Like, I don't know how I would call Safeway customer service and be like... Well, Safeway wouldn't give a fuck. (laughs) (laughs) They'd be like, here's some more bread. Now go away. I just bought a loaf of French bread and it's (laughs) And it was soggy. And They would roll their eyes and be like, $10,000. And by the way, I'm calling from corporate... (laughs) No, he would call back and say, like, you should give him all the money from the day. That's not suspicious. I'm glad to know other countries are dumb. Well, like us. okay, wait. So you call them, you complain about the bread, you hang up. You give them 10 your minutes later. You call back. If the same person, wait, if the same person answers, are you hanging up and then calling back oh, until somebody he else different his voice. answers? No. Oh, this is John Smith with corporate. <laughs> you need to give him again. Like he was probably not even thinking it would wor- oh, it would work. God. And then they handed the money, and they're over. like, "Oh, here you go, all the money and for they're today." Like, okay, if, if that's what you want us to wouldn't do, wouldn't you be like to me like five dollars would be sufficient? You know, well, like and then fresh bread. 
I don't I don't know. I think there would be some steps I would have taken in between to double check. <laughs> but all the money that That's day. what I mean. That's what I mean. I would have been like, that seems off, sir. Um I'm gonna have to check with my manager on right? that. Right. And, and like who are you? Anyway, yeah, like wait, was what was funny. your name? Um yeah. and a good number I can call you back on after I check with that manager to make sure that we are supposed to give him all of the money. Okay, now, now it's your turn. Okay. So uh, this is this is shark fin, um, shark fin like soup. It's gonna get there. Oh, sorry. Um, Did it again. So I got this one. Uh, actually, multi multiple media outlets had reported about the story, but I pulled this one from CNN. So um, a I'm not game. Give my sources. It's one stinking article. Okay. <laughs> a game warden and his canine colleague discovered almost three hundred eighty one whole shark fins and 29.2 pounds of frozen frozen shark fins at a seafood restaurant in san antonio texas what yeah so apparently this is a problem down there i was reading um (laughs) they have shark fins on the loose everyone (laughs) look out Like somebody in the, you know how like you'd watch those movies and they have that thing on their back and they're swimming around and people are like, ah! But we decided to use real fins. Yeah, real fins on this one. Uh, Kevin Winters, one of two Texas game wardens who discovered the illegal fins on April 13th, told CNN that the case has not yet been submitted to the district attorney's office. The fins were all taken as evidence. Some of the fins came from black tip sharks, which are found throughout the Gulf of Mexico, although it isn't clear that the sharks originated from the Gulf. He, uh, he added that they were not able to identify all the species from what sharks they came from. So some were already peeled, um, prepared to be cooked for the soup when they found the shark fins. And uh, apparently, I didn't know this until I was looking up the different articles, shark finning. Uh, the practice of removing <coughs> shark fins at sea and discarding the rest of the shark is illegal in the United States. Yeah, that's barbaric. It's disgusting. Yeah, because they basically catch the shark. My stories are way better. <laughs> Mine are funny. <laughs> Somewhat disturbing. This is sad. I feel bad for um, the sharks. Yeah, well, I didn't know this was a thing going on until I started seeing this pop well, I thought up. they weren't even allowed to do this. No, anymore. they're not. They're not supposed to be so these catching are like the shark. Leg shark fins. Yes. Like these this is like black in market Texas. shark fin stuff. You're all in the black market. I know man. Dark I don't know how web. it got down That's this dark hole. You. This dark, dark hole. Web. This dark food hole black market thing of <laughs> somehow gotten onto Dark um, black web syrup. I know it's probably because I was looking up maple syrup shit, and so then it came. And now they're that. like, "Oh, you, oh, want, you more want more food black web. market stuff? Here you go, bitch." <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's illegal in the United States, but what they do is they actually catch the sharks, slice off their fins, and throw the sharks back in yeah, the water. They can't swim then. No, they it's drown. They drown exactly. They it's drown. Horrifying. Woo. Um, Disgusting. Just, so, can't the- you just use like tofu and tell yourself it's shark fin? <laughs> like, how do you even know? 
That's mix a- it with chicken. I'm sure it probably tastes like chicken. There's so much stuff. There's that no taste to it. Then why? I don't know, dude. So you could say that you were eating oh, shark that's fin. Disgusting. So people uh, do better. Texas is actually banned. Texas. Um, the, the second floor, dry Florida. You mean? <laughs> Texas. <laughs> they banned the selling of shark fins. It's illegal there. But for they whatever reason. Some other stuff. I, it doesn't come to mind, though. <laughs> We're talking about food right now, okay? Well, some people would eat that. We're not talking about that yeah. on this podcast. Okay. Um, Texas has, for whatever reason, emerged as a hub for shark fins. Um, so there's the demand out there. There's a market for it, right? And they're also so trading creepy. the fins down there as well. So, uh, Texas do better. I right know. Shark fin soup is a traditional and often expensive delicacy that has been served at restaurants worldwide. But, um, no, do not eat it. Yeah. The persistent hunting, Go to though. People. <laughs> Nothing dies there. All right. <laughs> A potato. Except for your healthy soul. Because <laughs> Except once for you, your heart. <laughs> once you bite into that sodium bag. It's woo! so good. Um, so uh, the persistent hunting, though, of the sharks for their fins has really cut down on the population of sharks. Um, and in some locations, it's declined by uh, 90%. So oh, What could go wrong there? Yeah. We're all going. We're um, barreling straight to hell, everyone. Straight and- to hell in a handbasket. And what was cool about this game warden was, like, he was serious about the treatment of the sharks. Well, where did he find them? He found it in a restaurant. They The shark fins were sitting in a restaurant. He, I don't know if they got a tip, and then he took his canine oh, over right. there. I was going to say, like, you he know was what just, I mean? like, eating, and then he's like, hey, can I check out your kitchen? <laughs> what is this bag of shark fins? He's having tilapia fish tacos, <laughs> and he's like, Brewster. Why don't you go in there and have a sniff? Brewster. No way, his name is something cool like Bullet. Maverick. Goose. That's a shout out to Melinda who brought up Top Gun yesterday oh, at the no. barbecue. Um, yeah. And then I was making fun of my spouse because he had the gall to ask me if we were going to go watch it. And I was Duh. like, you want to see Even Top I'm going to go. Because I got fished in by the GD trailer. God damn you, Tom Cruise. <laughs> I well, kind of feel like up. I kind of feel like I have to go because you know that's like such a nostalgic. That's, that's 80s what movie. Melinda. This is a shout out to you. That's what she had brought up. She was like, "This is an '80s like it makes you remember like those times, right? When you weren't like, oh, Maverick. we're living through all these historical events. I think I." Just want to check out. Yeah. yeah. So that's what. And then I said, well, um, I was like, my husband was just asking me if we were going to go watch it. And I was like, no. <laughs> and then um, he was like, uh, well, I know. I know Patty's not going to go see it because she hates Tom Cruise. Uh, I know. Right. <laughs> this is my freaking dilemma, John. <sighs> Fished in by the goddamn previous. Anyways. Um. Okay. So I guess the city that it was found in, they're like one and a half or two hours from the coast. So this is a big thing for them. So they really are trying to crack down 
on and bust uh, these people for trying to get the shark. Yeah, that's bins. disgusting. Uh, people stop ordering that shit. I guess recently too, they had a, a bigger uh, bust uh, at a store in Houston where there was 861 fins found. Um, yeah. Oh, the canine's name is Bailey. Hi, Bailey. <laughs> Not Brewster. He's actually trained to snip Poor out bullet. shark fin, sea turtle shells, red snapper, oh. dove, and oysters. Why? What? Why oysters? I don't Why know. red snapper? I don't know. Maybe there's something <laughs> down in. And Brussels sprouts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Which I don't is know. easy because, again, they smell like farts. Maybe there's. <laughs> <laughs> Bailey puts his paw over his nose. Oh, it's in there, boss. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he alerts. Yeah, I don't know about those other ones because <laughs> I feel are like illegal. Yeah, and uh, maybe in Texas, I don't know. The turtle <laughs> and shells. <fetuses. laughs> so stupid. Um, I'm gonna pretend to ignore that. <laughs> the sea turtle shells, I get the yeah, red that. snapper, dove, and oysters kind of threw dove? me off, but. Yeah, dove. Dove, dove chocolate, <laughs> dove soap. <laughs> Those bastards don't like to shower oh down there. Oh my god, I'm crying. Um, yeah, so that's basically I didn't. So I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I knew people did eat shark fin soup. I did not know this is how they fucking did it. Oh yeah, no. I didn't know that I they did. were just catching them, slicing the fins off, and then yeah, throwing and them back die. into the water. Yeah, like total waste. How fucking sad is that? So. Anyways, okay. And it's really bad for the ecosystem. Exactly, so. because they're apex predators. Way to go, people. Way to go. And we need them. Exactly. So. All right. Here's uh, mine. All right. Second one. I mean, mine one. is called the case, and this is for you, of the deadly <laughs> cheesecake. <laughs> Not just yes. because of cholesterol. Cheesecake. Yum. All right. So in 2016. Did this, this, did this happen at the Cheesecake Factory? <laughs> it did not. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> and I would have to say allegedly. But anyway. <laughs> in 2016, Victoria Nasarova of Brooklyn, New York, served her friend, who looked like she could have been her sister, Olga Svix, I don't know, a slice of poison cheesecake. <gasps> You know, okay, so the dessert had been laced with Cyanazepam, a Russian tranquilizer. Okay. Her motive to steal her identity. Oh my God. Like, did she not wait? Was she trying to kill her or just like put her to sleep? She was trying to kill her. You know what's interesting is like, uh, females, step your game up. Quit (laughs) using the poison, okay? (laughs) And Visine. I'm yeah. just kidding. Uh, no, I'm that just kidding. is the thing that pe- that women females do. tend to use poison. poison. I guess because yeah. maybe we don't like all the blood and the guts, right? Um, and then you're just putting them to sleep. Yeah, they're just gonna drift <laughs> it's very off, relaxing. and not wake up. So after the lady passed out from the poison, I'm just gonna call her Olga because Tisvik is a hard name to say. Uh, after she passed out from the poison, then the other lady. Uh, Victoria. She uh, assumed she was dead. She staged her death to look like a suicide, scattering pills around the lady's body. 
And then she took off with her passport, employment authorization card, gold ring, and cash. What a winner. Uh, First off. (laughs) I'm going to stop you right there. If I was an investigator and I walked in and it looked like, and I'm using air quotes, like an apparent suicide. Um, She didn't do her homework because most people are not going to leave the pills just scattered around. They're swallowing all of them. Well, and why would like your passport, your ring be missing? Uh, Yeah. Maybe she ate them (laughs) and then she took some pills. I was just getting there. I was like, second flag. (laughs) All of your important documents are gone. Um, You know, and then some jewelry stolen. I, yeah. Her employment authorization card. Yeah, right. (laughs) So then another friend of the lady that was uh, unconscious, she found her a day later and the lady actually recovered. She didn't die. (gasps) She didn't die? So then uh, when authorities tested the cheesecake, they uncovered the poison and they tracked down uh, Victoria. Pretend Olga. And charged her with attempted murder, burglary, assault, and reckless endangerment. Olga went to go work at the cheesecake factory. And listen to this. This wasn't the first time she was suspected of of murder. Of course it Her husband? Did she kill her husband? She reportedly escaped to the U.S. as a suspect in the Russian murder of Ala Alexenko. I don't know. So she's an assassin? Well, it said whose burned body was found in a shallow grave. She supposedly seduced the detective investigating her involvement before fleeing the country (laughs) where she lived a luxe life financed by rich New York men. Some of oh, whom, she must be pretty. Some of whom she drugged and oh, robbed. Oh God! <laughs> Do you? So she's like a serial. She's uh, a fine, upstanding citizen. <laughs> Welcome to America, ma'am. <laughs> That's crazy. Okay, first off, though, let me go back to the investigator um, in the other country who somehow got seduced and allowed her to get away. Right. Bro. <laughs> they were probably embarrassed. Put your penis back in your yeah, pants. They're like, oh damn, foiled again. And do your fucking job. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's what I got from that story. Oh my god. Um, okay. You're next. <laughs> wonder where she was gonna go work at. Yeah, like why does she need a job? She's just been scamming people through New York. Right? How old was she? Did it say? It doesn't say. God dang it. Uh, I'm just curious. Maybe will, she was let like, me look her up. Maybe she a was starting her. to get Putin belly, and she was like, "I've got to." <laughs> She's like, "Everyone will die. I've got to do something it. else." <laughs> I'm killing everyone. Oh my god! I get it. Poor Olga, though, man. Victoria Nasarova. She's probably never. I feel sad for her, and I'm just gonna make a joke, a bad one, a poorly, poorly <laughs> delivered right, joke. Ahead. But she will probably never be able to eat cheesecake again. Yeah, and that sh- shit's good. and so the sad part is (laughs) that she will never oh look at her she's pretty okay yeah no wonder she was able to live off the riches of uh old white men because you know those were the ones who were financing her lifestyle she's had a little work done (laughs) not gonna lie uh probably she's probably making a lot of money off of her looks she looks like Lisa Vanderpump, sort of. But she does a little bit, yeah. I would agree with that. Like, look at this picture. 
Tell me that couldn't be Lisa Vanderpump right there. One hundred percent. And then she. Oh was wait, like, it is her. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was mine. No juicy one. Oh my god, Olga, would you like some cheesecake? <laughs> ah! And then she runs away. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so uh, this one's local. And this then is I'm a bad end with a local. How many? What's our time? For this, this is a. We're at 26 minutes. Oh, uh, we got plenty of yes. time. Yes. So this All is about right. a Seattle restaurant manager who okay. received, who illegally received more than 91000 in workers' compensation benefits over a period of nearly three years. Okay. Okay. So uh, William T. Crawley, 48, was scheduled to be arraigned on January 4th. In 2018, I've not looked to see if he's been officially um, sentenced or convicted um, on one count of first degree theft in King County Superior Court. The Seattle man is accused of wrong, wrongfully receiving more than 82000 in wage replacement payments and nearly 9400 in vocational rehabilitation benefits from the Washington State Department of Labor and Industries. Yes. Um, so, let's see. Crawley was working as a bar manager when he slipped while moving beer into a restaurant cooler, injuring his ankle in 2007. Crawley had a twisted leg. All right. <laughs> Thank you for painting the picture. <laughs> I wonder what beer it was, though. Are we talking like good stuff? Or like or that piss water? PBR? Like uh, Coors or some shit. A Coors thing. Okay. Uh, Ellen and I provided him with a variety of workers' compensation benefits, right? As as they should if you've got like a work injury. I don't know. You throw out your legs. You can't work at the bar. Yada, yada, yada. Okay. This included partial replacement of his wages and training to become a bookkeeper. While running a routine crossmatch of LNI and employment security department data in 2016, an LNI investigator discovered Crawley had returned to work. So he was still getting Double the benefits. Dipping. Yep. And then had went they back do to that. work. Yep. A lot of people do That'd that. That'd probably be a cool job, like following people around, watching them move mattresses <laughs> when they're too hurt to work. I know. Uh-huh. They've reported like um, broken like leg and then they're at the YMCA running around the tree. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, no Paul, ever catch me! Whoa, what? What? And then you roll up next to him, like jogging. And you're like, "Hey, buddy, you come here a lot." <laughs> so dumb. What lap are you on? Right. <laughs> oh my god. Um, <laughs> employer interviews and records revealed that he worked nearly full time as a manager or assistant managing at four Seattle restaurants from June 2013 to March 2016. The LNI investigators found he earned more than 104000 over that period of time. Uh-oh, Crawley. Bummer days. Mm-hmm. You're going to be doing a little payback, I think. I know. At the same time, charging paper said he misled his doctor into thinking that he wasn't working based on the misrepresentation the doctor approved Crawley to receive wage replacement payments and vocational rehabilitation benefits while he was working at the restaurants the wage replacement checks included warnings that recipients must not cash them if they return to work and that violators who lie or misrepresent the facts would be subject to civil and criminal penalties so 
Yeah. You know what's crazy is like, I'm like wondering. Is that people think that they're not going to get caught? That yeah. That's crazy. That's, <laughs> that's one of my thoughts is like, uh, you know, and I don't know, maybe some of our listeners out there have tried this or something. Um, <laughs> maybe some of you guys are scammers. But, <laughs> we don't know. but my thing is, is like, okay, first off, you know, you know, you're not supposed to do that. Especially like if the check actually says, if you return to work, do not take these benefits, right? You know that if you're working and you're still cashing those checks or whatever, like that's a violation. Right. But the other thing is, though, is somebody must have tipped them off. Obviously. Have you ever looked at the ethics board website? I don't know. Have I? I don't think I because have. Because they show you complaints against people and it's mm. always someone fucking tattling on you. Yeah. Always. So he, he must have been bragging or something. It was like, Look or how much I made last year, bro. Said, like, oh, I'm gonna yeah, I'm going to tell on you. Mm. Filed when? a complaint. I mean, I know like a guy I worked with at a state agency, he got turned in by someone because he parked in the carpool lane. Well, he oh. parked in the carpool spot mm. and they fined him like, $1,400 or something. What? For parking yeah, in that spot? Because he wasn't driving in a carpool. And someone mm. he worked with turned told him on in. him so it's all it's like the tattletales man wrecking it for everyone <laughs> people stop being so sensitive <laughs> the man just wanted to park closer okay isn't that funny but yeah yes. if you ever have time which you don't but <laughs> to go on there it's like this is what we're spending our time on are you kidding me i have to go look it up it's ridiculous sounds interesting yeah okay did you got you got, got one more, more right? Yeah, I got, okay. Well, I got a couple more. Okay. So uh, this one's called the rat poison spaghetti. Ooh, wrecking it for spaghetti as well. This is probably arson, right? I mean, not arson. Ugh. <laughs> okay, so God. it's another woman. In two thousand eight, what females? Heather, tighten up your belts out there. <laughs> Heather Mook of York, England. So this is we're going across the pond. Oh, we're going across the pond. Okay. She was sentenced to five years in prison after she was found guilty of feeding her husband John spaghetti, <laughs> spaghetti tainted with rat poison and antidepressants. Oh shit. But she did this in order to keep her husband in a constant state of confusion while she stole 43,000 pounds from her mother-in-law's bank account. Oh, my God. Money set aside to help pay for the mother-in-law's elderly care. What the fuck? Um, So John makes a full recovery from his poisoning and told the media that he hopes his wife is given proper treatment. I think she needs some serious help, and I hope she gets it. That must be the antidepressant. Yeah. So before she was married to John, Heather had stolen money and jewelry from a previous husband. Oh, so this is kind of a habit for her. Heather was married four times. (laughs) Heather. She had also faked a terminal illness for monetary gain. Oh, Lord, Heather. And poisoned her six-year-old daughter. What the fuck, Heather? In 1982, and she never served time for doing that. What? How? I don't know. Crazy. Does it say anything about 
where her child's at now. That's all it said. That was in 1982, and her daughter was six at the time. Oh, so so she's she's grown up now. Oh, my God. She gave her six year old daughter antidepressants. Heather, she's a winner. Yeah, I think you do not. Run across Heather Mook. Mook. Yeah, run Run away. away. (laughs) Don't eat any of her spaghetti. Run away. Uh, I'm just curious because, well, okay, so she poisoned him with drugs to confuse him, but then the antidepressants. Well, what was, how did that play a factor? Rat poison and antidepressants. Yeah. That's what she was giving him. So that that rat poison is what, arsenic? That's what's in there, right? That kills the rats? I think so. Um... Which must have been just a small amount, enough to, yeah, like, make him sicker, you know, so that he didn't have the wherewithal to but, function. Like, but then the antidepressants throws me off a little bit. Like, what is, what, I why that combination? to make his brain cloudy? I don't know. I guess. Hmm, that's weird. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing's <laughs> fucked up. Let me, let me caveat that. Um, first off. The spouse has the same name as my spouse, and we love spaghetti. So that's just <laughs> making me feel weird. <laughs> so don't let him listen to this one. Yeah. This is no way going to happen oh to you, my spouse. God. I know. He's going to be like, what and what? Thank God my name's what not Heather. He'll be all, the next time he makes spaghetti. He'll be maybe, like, you. John, maybe you better make the spaghetti from now on out. <laughs> He'll be like, you eat first. <laughs> yeah. And wait. Switch plates. Yeah, switch right plates. Before. No, you eat for both of these plates. <laughs> and then wait yeah, 20 wait minutes. For half an and hour. Then and then continue. be like, okay. Uh, you yeah. got another one? No. You don't? So you read yours. Oh, God. So this is a gross one, you guys. And what I already said this to you, but we weren't recording them. But they talked about this on Saturday Night Live. This is how I even heard about this oh. one. Oh. But this was a local one, too, from Washington State. Oh, okay. Is this the one you were talking about a little bit? Yeah. Okay. Police find video of Arby's manager peeing in milkshake mix during child pornography investigation. So So much wrong with that (laughs) statement right there. So Vancouver, Washington, not Canada. No shade to Canada. This was all Washington. Yeah. A manager at an Arby's fast food restaurant has been accused of urinating into a milkshake mix that might then have been served to dozens of people. Wait, so like the machine that produces the... those big bags that they... He fucking pissed in that? He peed in there. Oh, God. I think on Saturday Night Live they said like he did that because it like it like turned him on to do that. Well, so this first guy stop. has a lot wrong with him. Yeah, they they say. found him because of child pornography. Yeah, right. There. Yeah, red so flag. So it a. said police said they uncovered footage of the 29 year old man. That's how old my son is, by the by. He would not do that. Peeing into a bag of milkshake mix as they were executing a search warrant on his phone as part of a child pornography investigation. This guy is all. Oh, so he was on his phone looking up child porn. I guess. And then that's how they tracked him. Okay. Because I know that they are doing tracers now on IP addresses. If you're searching or watching child porn now, they're starting to crack down on that stuff. So he took a video of it. Oh, of him peeing? 
Yeah, because it said. Oh Jesus! Uh, they the police. So he can watch it later. The police found a 16 second urination video. Presumably, so he could, I guess, jack off to it later. Because I that's strange. That's okay. all it says. First off, I like Arby's. This I is kind too. of gross to me. I out. think uh, I don't get the we milkshakes. We have an issue though. with salt, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Arby's is another salt. <laughs> Salty one. I like the roast beef sandwiches. I don't like. I don't I want like the cheddar French on dips. it. Um, I like the French dips, and I am. Ha- I'm pro crinkle fry. I am pro also. crinkle fry as well. I don't like the. Um, I like the curly fries, I but like curly I do fries. like crinkle fries. So I have been getting those a lot lately. Um, okay, so I did find one more. Okay. Um, a female employee at Roma Italian restaurant. Roma. Roma. Um. Italian restaurant is facing a felony charge for fraud after she pocketed cash and canceled multiple transactions. So on Wednesday, January 12th, a Marion County Sheriff's Office corporal responded to the restaurant, which is uh, located at 2775 Northwest 49th Avenue due to reports of theft. The restaurant's owner told the corporal that an employee, Leah Kelly, was suspected of stealing money from the business. A relative of the owner stated on Saturday, another employee noticed something suspicious when Kelly was completing a transaction. The owner's relative reviewed security footage of the transaction and Kelly was seen on video accepting a cash payment for two pizzas. Kelly placed the cash behind the register instead of inside the register's drawer. On Thursday... January 14th, the corporal spoke with a witness who saw Kelly accept cash for an order. According to the witness, Kelly canceled the order in the system. The register drawer was never opened and the cash was placed behind the screen of the register. The corporal obtained a list of every transaction at the restaurant between those days. And then he watched, uh, he or she watched video footage of the following canceled transactions. Then it gives a list. Um, So there was like uh, cash from a customer for an order thirty six ninety two, um, cash from another customer for thirteen thirty eight, um, and then she collected unspecified amounts of cash from customers on other orders. Uh, she canceled some of the orders, but then kept the cash and put it in her pocket. So, uh, yeah, that's a problem. <clears throat> Anytime you have yes. people working with cash, mm-hmm. it can easily be dipped out. Yep. Um, so the restaurant would get busy. She would place the cash and order ticket <laughs> in into the pocket. register or into her pocket to enter into the system at a later time. And then, oops. And then she denied stealing it. So um, I forgot. I'm just a baby. But <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Sorry, my throwback. Um, but they have security footage of her doing this, like actually placing the cash either like somewhere else other than the drawer. Where it's supposed to go. Yeah. So she could take it. Yep. So she could end up taking it and then, of course, canceling some of the orders so she could just keep the money, that sort of thing. Um, um, so uh, another reason why I don't want a restaurant. Yeah. So All you she- dirty thieves. That's what. <laughs> I mean, she ended up obtaining, they said, a little under 20 grand um, for that whole incident but that she's still she's in jail she's awaiting bond but (laughs) there you have it all right here's another one for you this is sort of funny here's the title thief busted for stolen cheese 
after weeks hiding out in grocery store rafters. <laughs> So this is sort of like a, a parasite takeover. Yeah, off. man. That's so. so cheese his... is sometimes cited as the world's most stolen food. Oh, really? Did you know that? No, but I, I mean, cheese is amazing. And I, I would totally. Steal I cheese. would sell cheese. So in February, this is an, a Washington story. When the Auburn Police Department in Washington announced they had arrested a man for swiping a nearly 395 wheel of beachers. <laughs> okay, first off, for our Good listeners choice. who does who is not from this area, beachers is like the bomb cheese. Beachers um, was on Oprah's favorite thing. Was it? Yeah, it's so good, dude. It's really, good. and it's expensive. Um, so they he stole a wheel of cheese, which was probably pretty big. For I'm to thinking four hundred dollars. Yeah, it has to be because I know they sell. So like they sell some beachers at the commissary on base, and we'll um, get it. Is it you like know? those big tins or whatever? No, like I was going to say those wheels are smaller oh, and. Okay. They run like anywhere from $20 on up, those little yeah. smaller ones. And then we can also get like the little triangles of the Beecher's um, uh-huh. cheese because I'll, I'll make like mac and cheese or something sometimes yeah, like with so it because it's so delicious. But it's like a, more like a treat. We can't do it all the time because it's expensive. <laughs> well, you could if you lived in the grocery store. <laughs> so uh, uh, he stole that. <laughs> and here's the bizarre twist. <laughs> Authorities believe the man had been hiding out in the rafters of the market for weeks. Mm. And cheese was just one of the many items he stole. Oh, my God. He also had an affinity for liquor and cigarettes. (laughs) (laughs) Because who doesn't? So he's up there in the rafters, hanging out, eating his big wheel of cheese. (laughs) Like a mouse. Kicking the vodka back and smoking his cigarettes. He's having a good old time. right? He's got a roof over his head, plenty of food, all the liquor and cigarettes he wants. I mean, who would leave? Oh, Lord. Um, Then I had one more. He's got good taste. I like it, dude. Right? Um, You know, speaking of that, like, so... I don't know if we've ever talked about it, but there used to be a bagel shop like right up the street from us. It was called Cascade Bagels. Amazing. And it was like in the shopping mall area where uh, I guess it used to have a lot of stores, but all of them had shut down except for this bagel store. Uh And it's um, the little shopping mall is owned by a company that's based in California. So... Uh, they had announced that they were going to be closing, and this was before the pandemic happened, but uh, they couldn't afford the rent anymore. So they were going to close at the end of the year. And we were like, oh, man, this sucks. So we had decided we were going to go there as often as possible before they closed because their bagels were so good. Well, then. <laughs> going to corner the market. Yeah, we were like, I mean, we've bagels. got like Panera and stuff, you know, yeah. but we like the independent, like yeah. locally owned uh-huh. stuff. So. Um, anyways, we go there one weekend because I'm like, I got a hankering for bagels and I was like, let's go there and get some for breakfast. So we go over there. They've closed their doors. This is like three or four months before they were supposed to. We were like, what the fuck happened? You know, because we thought we saw a few more months. Yes. So then we find out from another friend who um, knew the uh, bagel owners uh, they had somebody living in the top part of their shop in their attic. And they didn't know it. No. And they had been there for months, apparently. And they were, like, coming down and stealing the product out of their store. 
So they so just like, decided. Yes. So they just decided to fucking shut it down early because, you know, they had to like have investigators come in yeah. and their product was being stolen. And on top of it, their rent had gone so up so high. So they got the guy? They caught him? Yeah, they ended up getting him. But I was just like, God damn it, dude. <laughs> you fucking ruined everything. These fucking lily patters. <laughs> okay, I have one more. Okay. This is it. Go ahead. I'm not going to tell you the title. I'm just going to tell you what happened. (laughs) In August, authorities in California busted an attempt to steal. This goes kind of with the syrup. To steal and resell nearly $300,000 worth of pistachios. (laughs) Dude, but but pistachios are so expensive. But listen. Okay. Linda, listen. Linda, Linda, Linda. The scheme was surprisingly elaborate, with the thieves first stealing the identity of a legitimate trucking company (laughs) before driving the pistachios to an abandoned property to remove them from their packaging. (laughs) But one major snag they didn't think of. The trailers used were equipped with GPS and a suspect was quickly found. I feel like a lot of the trucks now and stuff have those on their you know yeah, what I mean? So the companies can those track are where they're at. Of thousands of dollars. Yes. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Uh wow. I did not know pistachios were also being sold on the black market. Is that Every something that's time, happening? I guess. The prices are so high, folks, that we've now created a black market for, for all the pistachios. foods. Pistachios. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Poor guy. They really thought that they had come up with like this scheme where they were not going to get caught. Right? And surprise, they have this, GPS. They watched too many uh, good girls and they thought they had it down. <laughs> good girls. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, That's awesome. Pistachios. That Those were the food crimes of 2020, by the way. Oh, the were they? The cheese. Thanks, so people were still trying to do some stuff during the pandemic. Right? They were like, wow. I'm bored. Yeah. Let's steal pistachios. Wow, man. Oh, here's some. Hold on. Let me see if this has anything good to end on. Oh, yeah. I already said that one. Um... Stolen Rock Lobster. Hmm. And this says, motion in the ocean or just an intoxicated lady in a fish tank? Motion in the ocean. (laughs) Journalist. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Kimberly Gable of St. Petersburg, Florida, was blackout drunk on November 10th in 2018 when she pilfered a clawed crustacean from Red Lobster. Oh, Red Lobster. Uh, She made her daring escape with the doomed ocean-dwelling creature after being asked to leave (laughs) for disturbing other customers. So she took the lobster. Yeah, and then it's uh... (laughs) a... The fate of the lobster remains unclear. As Gable insisted, she didn't know what happened to it and that she, quote, did not care because she did not do anything wrong. (laughs) She was trying to save the lobster. Wow. So she was like in the fish tank? It sounds like it. And like took it out. She was like, hang on, little buddy. I'm going to save you. She's like, I did nothing wrong. That's probably what she she's thinking. She just freed the lobster. Free the lobster! Oh That's my it. God. And then there's more of the late, the deadly cheesecake one. And but, the, yeah. The lady that poisoned her kid and her husband. Wow. 
Whoa, there's crazy yeah. shit going on out there, man. Heather, not a good look. All right, Heather. <laughs> also, the guy who peed in the Arby's oh milkshake. Oh, my God. Come not on. Not good either. That is so disgusting. Gross. People, come Do on, better. man. We don't want to give up fast food. <laughs> <laughs> they better not touch my wiener schnitzel oh, or it's going to be on they my They would Donkey never Kong. do that at wiener schnitzel. Ugh, God. Great. That manager there is awesome. I like him. <laughs> um, I have not talked to him. <laughs> or maybe I have, actually. Uh, yeah, so that concludes this episode. Crazy food. Some crazy food. Uh, um, food crime. Food crimes going on in the, the country. We're still trying to figure out what our next uh, documentary yes. or whatever. We'll figure it out. And then, of course, you'll hear it on this ep- this next episode. Um, our podcast, Old Dirty Benches. And... Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, email us if you have any requests. If there's like a certain person or a case that you would like us to look at and, and talk about, discuss on our podcast, please let us know. Olddirtybenches at gmail.com. And you can find us on social media. Um, and we look forward to hearing from you. I'm patiently waiting First every email. day. Just email me, even if you want to say hi. Please, okay? folks. <laughs> Someone freaking email this woman. <laughs> oh my god. We've only had like one official email and then um and then of course a couple messages like on social media, but that's it. Yeah, I would like so. to end um with a cheesy joke for you. Yes. Who's the biggest gangster in the sea? The biggest gangster in the sea. <laughs> it's really dumb. Um Jaws. Al Capron. <laughs> That's cute. I like that one. Good stuff. And on a high note. I know. All right, benches. We'll check you on the next episode. Thanks for listening. We appreciate your support. Yeah. And um, do better. And if you're walking, keep walking. Don't poison anybody. Okay. (laughs) Save the cheesecake and spaghetti. All right. Bye. I know what we're having for dinner. (laughs) Beechers for an appetizer. Harvey's milkshake for dessert. (laughs) Nope. I'm done. (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye.